The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Hello everyone. You're welcome to Leadership Podcast. It is yet another edition of The Big Issue. And of course, as usual, our in-house analysts are seated. Together, we are going to take you on the big issue of the day. By my left here, we have um, Chukunde Olasani. Thank you, Judge. My pleasure. And of course, to my right, you have um, Paul Agbo. It's good to be here, Judge. So you're all welcome, sir. And of course, without wasting your time, you set the pace for the big issue. Ordinarily, a court of law is the last passion of hope for the common man where justice is not just served but should be seen as served perfectly well but sometimes justice is subverted when the same court throws panels in the wheels of justice thus distorting it from grinding perfectly well and that is the basis for the big issue today where the Chief Justice of Nigeria has issued a summon to six Chief Justice, judges of, of um, six states, asking them to come answer questions over conflicting judgment, court orders issued in their various states. The Chief Judge is summoned by the just, by Justice Mohammed Tanko, CJN, uh, Justice Chibuzo Amadi of River State. Mohammed Abusa of KBC, Ijoma Agugua of Imo, Onoche Anyachebelu of Anambra, Ekon Ikweme of Crossiva, and Umar Sedik of Jigawa. And of course, some of the recent interim injunctions and expected orders issued that would have overstretched the patience of the CJN beyond elastic limit at the ones pertaining to the leadership crisis in the People's Democratic Party and the ones involving the Anambra Ship Governorship Board in the state in Anambra State in Abga. Of course we were here last week on the yes. We said something about it. <laughs> we said the CGN will soon react. Yes. Do what this man. Yes. And it just happened yesterday. But before we start discussing it, uh, we are expecting a guest on this program, an Abuja-based constitutional lawyer, Edward Umaga, who will be joining us. But before we get him up, Nigerians have been expressing concern over these um, conflicting um, orders issued by court. Of course, just like we began to see that the Courts had become black market where you can just go obtain court order, even though it has the jurisdiction to issue such orders. Just like Nigerians were becoming worried, the CJN struck yesterday, issuing a summon. And that summon has to do with the fact that after meeting with him, the chief judges involved will have to meet at a larger meeting of the National Judicial Council, the body that is saddled with the responsibility of addressing such matters. Mm. So what can you say about the chief judges and someone? Um, it, if you ask me, Judge, uh, it didn't come uh, as a surprise. That is one. Two, and uh, if I may say here, too, 
like a prophet i pre i predicted what happened yesterday last friday uh on this program that i know that the cgn will soon uh act on the uh, embarrassment caused the judiciary by the reckless <clears throat> court orders issued by these judges uh, I remember yesterday I spoke to a senior advocate and a professor of law, uh, Chief Awakali, uh, who said, in fact, at some point, I was trying to put down some point as he was talking. At some point, I couldn't talk again because it was what he was saying was just, I was just laughing. He said, uh, in his word, you know, my brother, in that uh, order given by the Kirby judge, there is pepper soup inside. And that was what the man said yesterday that there is pepper soup inside. And uh, while eating that pepper soup, the man failed to eat it with long spoon, that he ate the pepper soup with, with uh, a short spoon. And at the end of the day, there was a drop in his shirt that everybody could see that there is a problem somewhere. And that has led him to. Uh, or led us to where we are now and so like i said i'm not surprised that uh, the cgn acted i expected it in fact if he had not acted i would i should be asking some questions now that probably the leadership of the judiciary knows about what is going on so that's my thing about it. well then go i saw a cartoon where uh, a judge a court was just jumped, holding a pen Mm. and the paper and then the cartoon what the judge here was shouting was entering injunction then you see politicians who have, been, who have obtained their own walking away with this injunction <laughs> that, is <laughs> what, that is what Yoruba will call banjo <laughs> this shows how judges have reduced entering injunctions and expected orders in the country what does this pretend for justice to be presented in the country? Uh, it did this to some level. Uh, if you recall, when uh, recently... Sorry, uh, Paul, before we go, it's like we have a guest here already. Okay. Uh, I think maybe we just have to take him. He's a legal practitioner. Well, before we continue, let's listen to uh, our guest, Umaga. Barrister Edward Omaga, an Abuja-based constitutional lawyer. Uh, Barrister, you're welcome to uh, Leadership Podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Well, this is um, the big issue, and of course, the big issue of the day is the CGN's uh, summon to six judges of um, chief judges of um, six states to explain some of the conflicting court orders given in their domains. What does um, this conflicting court orders pretend for the justice delivery system in the country? And as a matter of fact, the issue of um, conflicting court orders, they are not new to Nigeria. We find them mostly, mostly in political cases. You agree with me that uh, the recent happening in uh, Anambra State, where 
the leader was denied tickets of ABDA. They went to Kanu, they went to judgment. There was another judgment from Kigawa. Based on what suits the politician at that moment, we have to just looking for judges to forum shopping in law. And it has really, really affected our judicial system, our political system. Uh, we are happy that the Nigerian Bar Association has come up to condemn what's going on. The PGM has condemned us to this purpose. It's a terrible situation for us. Does not really have a mechanism put in place to sanction such judges. Of course, we know that the National Judicial Council is the body saddled with such responsibility to sanction judges. But it seems the mechanism put in place is not strong enough because most Nigerians feel that after summoning the chief judges and then invite the judges involved, they might get away without being sanctioned. Yes, uh, it is possible, but we have a, we have a lot of uh, respect for the NGC. We have seen how they have uh, removed so many judges from office. We have seen how some of them they are even imprisoned for corrupt practices. So as a person, and of course, we have seen how the Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court have lambasted in very clear terms some judges who were busy uh, on shopping, especially in the advent of democracy. I will not mention the names of judges, but we know them just like I do know them. So for, for the NGSC, whenever there is a breach, whenever there is an incident, foreign shopping, as we are seeing now uh, in the case of PDP, giving judgment there and there. We have over five uh, PDP chairmen across the country, you know, with different judgments. You know, we believe that whoever is found wanting, it will be sanctioned. We do not have any doubt in the Well, um, let's look at a situation where what happened recently has um, compelled the Chief Justice of Nigeria, Justice Mohammed Tanko, to quickly intervene. And of course, this is a reminder, of course, that is what most Nigerians feel, that it is a reminder that the judiciary needs an overhaul. Don't you think uh, some reforms in the judiciary could stop this trend where we have been conflicting, conflicting orders from courts of coordinate jurisdiction? Yes, of course, the issue of um, overhaul has become overdue in our judicial system. We recall that when President Muhammad Buhari's government, as of 2016, we went into ransacking and we sent DSS and all that ransack houses of some judges and then what we found were yeah, so alarming and some persons cried power why should you do that whether it was um, the commando style of uh, enforcing justice against them or not i do not uh, know but what we know is that those of them who were innocent were left off the hook some were not even arrested at all so a situation where a judge of the federal court or any other judge or uh, coordinate jurisdiction is found to have a mass wealth over and above 
what is entitled to him under the law. There's every need for the NGFD to, to wade in, to investigate the account of such persons, to investigate the number of properties that such a judge has disclosed to the code of conduct bureau, and to find out whether such a person or judge is involved in one criminal activity or, or, or the other. It is only then that it can be rest assured that any justice obtained from the court of law can be called justice indeed. And I will recommend that um, a lot of uh, new persons, particularly the young persons who are practicing lawyers, be brought into the job of, of the judiciary. Let me point out that the, the job of the judiciary is a very, very technical and very, very difficult task. The judge has to write longhand, read all night. And so some of the people who are there who don't have the passion for the job, find them looking for quick money to find them trying to get rich overnight from politicians from cases that come their way but unless you have young people who, who really want to be passionate about doing justice to all manner of persons without ill feeling without ill will and all that then you have the judiciary that we can really count on as the last hope of the government well um for the let's just take this last one before yeah you see naturally the bench is also culpable when it comes to this conflicting court order and of course the cgn has intervened that is what has led to the summon of uh, this the, chief, the six chief judges of this affected state but what happens to the lawyers the learned silks and some of these are senior lawyers who will encourage their clients, especially politicians, to go seeking for these conflicting orders from courts of coordinate jurisdiction. Don't you think the bar, the Nigerian Bar Association, the body of lawyers, should also intervene by calling some of these lawyers to order? All right, let me let me quickly say that uh, the leader practitioners, uh, disciplinary committee, has been on standby, has been there from the time practice started in Nigeria and they have been doing handsomely well. As, as a matter of fact, there is virtually no year that passes by without the Leather Practitioner Disciplinary Committee, you know, suspending lawyers from practice, deleting some of their names from the role of Leather Practitioner, and I can go on and on. Because in, in, in the, the law of corruption is that both the giver and the receiver is, is culpable. They are liable to, 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 to an offense. So, if, if a lawyer encourages the giving of bribe to a particular judge and the judge accepts, both the lawyer and the judge are liable for prosecution. In the same manner, a lawyer who leaves uh, Abuja in a matter that happened in FCT to go and file it in uh, a Bonny State, for instance, or leaves a Bonny State to go to Sokoto State, for instance. That lawyer is doing what we call forum shopping. And so the judge has the duty to refuse. I will not take your case, go back to your base. And so if, if the judge takes such a case and gives a judgment that is conflicting as in the instant case that we're discussing, you see that both the lawyer and the judge have tried to undermine the, the, the judicial system. And while NGS is dealing with the judges, the Nigerian Bar Association through the Leather Practitioners 
Judiciary Committee to be able to deal with the lawyer accordingly. Otherwise, the lawyer parties will become like a gambling, become like a buying and selling market, yes, cases, injunctions, court orders, judgments are bought and sold like like clothes in, in the market. Well, um, what is the way forward? And then what are your expectations from the ongoing growth by the NGC following the summon of the CJN? Yes, like I said, I, I keep on repeating that uh, NGSP, you cannot put NGSP to, to in doing of their work. And then if they have the courage to have invited the judges from across the, the country who are involved already, it therefore means that uh, we expect nothing less than justice. We, we expect nothing less than fair play from the NGSP. We can only add that they, in giving decisions in terms of sanctions, they must be unbiased, they must be fair to all the judges that are invited, you know, they must do it without any uh, inclination, without any regard for ethnicity, for religion, or political affiliation at all. Whoever that is found wanting to be penalized, whoever that is found to be free from the allegation, of course, should be set free so that by tomorrow, if I particularly want to go look for foreign shopping to do a, polit a political case anywhere, I should ask myself, what if I put myself in trouble? What if I put the judge in trouble? Based on the sanctions that were just committed out of I should be able to guide myself against such occurrences. So we don't expect anything less from the NGO. We know their capacity to deliver. We know that they are going to do the best in terms of giving us justice. All right. Um, thank you uh, very much, um, Barrister, for joining us in this program. Thank you very it was, much. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. All right. All right. That um, was um, Barrister Edward Umaga, an Abuja-based constitutional lawyer. Of course, he has been able to give us an insight into the implications of such conflicting court orders to the justice delivery system in the country. Of course, we heard what the matter has said. The phone shop starts from the lawyer. The lawyer encourages his client, who are mostly politicians, to jump from yes. one court seeking for a favorable judgment. Yes. This is what leads to some of these uh, conflicting court orders. A court in rivers issue a a a verdict or an order issue an order then another court in kb that has no jurisdiction on the matter instead of the defendant to yes. go to that reverse court another, to vacate the order, the order. yes he now travels from Port Harcourt <laughs> about 1000 kilometers, kilometers to bring in kb mm. to get another order another order and the courts are put their decision. And after the KB court issues an order, another one in the cross river. So after the cross river, maybe they will move to the <laughs> That is a situation where you now see that they have turned the whole process into a black market where you can easily go and obtain the court order. And it makes mockery of judiciary, mockery of democracy. And you can see. Uh, security agency that uh, raided the homes of uh, some judges sometimes to be called. Yes. They will be laughing. 
that they were justified. They were justified. They have been vindicated. They have been vindicated. You see, you see. And it's a threat to our democracy. It's a threat to the 2023 uh, election. Because justice now is for sale. To the highest bidder. To the highest bidder. I know the politician can do anything to get this so-called black market justice. And it's dangerous. And I must commend the Chief Justice of Nigeria for that noble move. Those, just, those heads of courts of those things, they, they need to be talked to so that they can go back home and talk to their judges. Those judges headed the various courts. We can't continue this way. It's embarrassing. Very we take us serious. I know these things have implication on investment. Exactly. It has implication. People don't know. How do we attract foreign direct investment when an investor eh, is seeing what is happening? And in our justice system. In our justice system. You think people don't take business case, cases to court? When judges can easily give a certain uh, induction of expected product. Yeah. That means they don't really? have confidence in the court again to give That's them justice. Do, so, a matter that is not within your jurisdiction, yeah. and you are attacking. Mm. Well, um, let's just quickly take a short break for some commercials and some kind of publicity. Don't go offline and don't turn your dial. We will be back in a moment. The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Welcome back. This is Leadership Podcast. And of course, it is the big issue. And the big issue of the day is conflicting court order and the move by the CGN against Iran judges. Well, before we went on break, we had um, a constitutional lawyer, Edward Omaga, who lent his voice. I, giving us some insight into the implication of such a conflicting court order and what to expect from the Chief Justice of Nigeria and the National Judicial Council as they summon the Chief Judges of the affected states. So as we were saying, Kunle, remember last week here, we discussed about these expected orders. Yes. See, they were becoming too much. Yes. And we even said that the Chief Justice of Nigeria some justices of the Supreme Court had always won against such expected orders, like the conflicting one. You see, it appears as if the CJN is a dog that backs and cannot bite. And he proved us wrong by taking the action yesterday yes. by way of the summon of the, children, uh, of the six judges. Yes, that is but How did we get to this happen? Well, um, if you ask me, this is not the first time we are witnessing this kind of things and uh, we have seen some judges who have sacked some have been uh, suspended like let me give one example one justice talba i think it's in the court of appeal now during um, the trial of one Yusuf, a civil servant who stole billions of naira who was said to have stolen billions of naira yeah, yes at the end of the day, the, the judge gave him, uh, I think, two years sentence with an option of fine, and they gave him uh, two hundred fifty thousand naira fine. Right there in court, the man paid two thousand and two hundred fifty thousand naira and went home. 
And I remember Justice Aluma Mutal then, the former CJF, who was the chairman of NGIS at that time, had to summon the judge, Justice Taba, and he was disciplined for not what they said, he did not exercise his discretion very well. Of course, judges have right to exercise their discretion, but he said that. I remember Justice Aluma saying that he did, he did not exercise his discretion very well at that time. So the point I'm making now is that there has always been issues like this um, in the past. And uh, for me, I would have expected that judges uh, serving now would have learned from the uh, mistakes of uh, those who were before them and then so that they don't fall into this kind of uh, situation but you find out that uh, uh, we still we are still here uh here we have some judges who still give uh, reckless orders like uh, i said the other time I, I talked to a professor of law yesterday he said that the KB judge should know that the case before the expert motion or the case before him lacked every ingredient of jurisdiction that he doesn't have the jurisdiction to entertain the matter and that was where he said that uh, maybe there is pepper soup and i didn't eat it if you did not eat the pepper soup it comes from i said it to the shots sorry to cut you yeah. in the, i think before we continue i think our, our viewers are beginning to send their comments yes yes and of course we have them at the bio and and he has this to say corruption in the nigerian judiciary is like pregnancy it can no longer be covered with bare hands like smoke it has traveled with the air escaping from narrow openings in windows and doors like a wildfire, it has engulfed the hoof already, and we can all see from afar. That's a very strong one, I agree with you. Well, to our next thing, to our next thing, uh, because we cannot, because of one issue, uh, paint the judiciary in a bad light. Uh, to our next thing, I agree with him, some judges, uh, judges and lawyers are uh bad examples let me put it that way they are bad examples bad yes for the judiciary so i believe uh those ones they they should uh, look for them find them out and weed them out of the judiciary so that they don't corrupt the entire system well um uh uh oh. nigerians are saying that the judiciary posts a threat to our democracy by the indiscriminate and conflicting court orders they keep as politicians just for position in the 2023 election. There's a confusion everywhere to continue this way. Judge. Judges need to be circumspect in the, in the way and manner they handle, they handle judicial matters. When a, a case emanates from a court of public jurisdiction and outside the, your jurisdiction, you don't entertain that kind of matter again. I expect, and I expect the KB uh, judge, he should have declined or excused himself. Decline the matter. 
that is not from his jurisdiction, area of coverage. Why should I entertain a, a matter that, that is from, from River State? This is a clear case of uh, money buying justice. And that is black market. Those judges need to be warned or sanctioned severely by the ADC. And you know that you, we, we cannot continue this way because it's a danger to our democracy. Politicians are ready to do anything. They can go to even Miami, Miami, in Niger Republic. If it's possible, <laughs> they can they go to all the 36 states. Yes, of the and they can get uh, order. The, the order that suits. And then when there is no way they want to go to somewhere like uh, and yes. there was, I remember there was a particular <laughs> case we, like that. We, we need to hold ourselves of this kind of uh, uh, conflicting judgment from our courts. We need to hold ourselves. Because it's a danger, it's a signal that look, 2023 will not be. I remember there, I remember there was a case like that, uh, a House of Rep case. I covered that case from the tribunal to the Supreme Court. Then, but now you don't get to see House of National Assembly cases in Supreme Court, election cases in Supreme Court now. Uh, then it used to get to Supreme Court. So I remember I covered that case from the tribunal. I think it's from the state. I can't remember the state now. I covered the case from the tribunal to the Supreme Court. After the Supreme Court gave the judgment and the man uh, saw that there was nowhere to go again, he ran to Equascot. He ran to Equascot to get another order. So at the end of the day, he was putted out of the National Assembly. So it's just, I'm just trying to say that politicians can do anything to get what they want. And sometimes, you beat it some of these judges. It's like situation where if they can go to Ecowas court, it's likely they will even go to industrial court. That's that it, has that. nothing to do with political with Yes, you see, you see, you see, sometimes you beat some of these judges because uh, some of those who helped them to become judges yes. are these politicians. Yes. And when they have this kind of matters, they will be ready to do their bidding. So, so, so sometimes me, I will advise some of these judges to also think of their career yeah. and the judiciary first yes. before looking at the uh, good or kindness somebody has done to them in the past. That is the point. That is the point. Look at the case of Anandwa from uh, Oka to Lucy. Oka on the judiciary System and we see the way it baffled me. The one that even baffled me the most was the one involving the crisis in, 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 in PDP, the leadership crisis. The way they were just coming, this court orders. You, you, you see fast. them flying you know, you you in the air like bullets. For me, George, if you remember. If they don't take time, they gave me on just give. George, if you remember like, last week, Friday, when we were here, I said that. Uh, another another order will come. It might come. We said it, and I think that day or was it yesterday? Mm. Another order came from uh, Calabar. Yes. And I, I, I like prophet. I predicted there that the CDM was going to do something. But I said it on this program. On this. And that's the and best thing I've done. That is it. I commend him for that. No, I give it to him. No, in the past, what would have always been seen in the news and newspaper headlines? CDM wounds against. Indiscriminate court order. Court order. It had always been like that, and of course, the king has been encouraging most of the judges to 
because they had always seen the warning by the security. You know, in 2015, that of a dog that barks and in 2015, in 2015, maybe that election would have been scuttled if not for the intervention of the then CJF Justice Mahmoud Mohammed, who won. He warned them that you should not grant any expert order. He won. He told us at the end of the election. Yes. Told her at the end of the election when he was uh, addressing uh, a gathering that he warned judges that the election would have been scuttled with uh, ex party order. But he said he warned the judges not to grant any order. What the best the judges should do uh, was to uh, ask parties to come and address him. See, and see the I merits or the merits or whatever inside the case one way or the other so that the two mm -hmm. parties will come address him then i will the now decide the case one way or the other, other. yes finally what are the expectations what are you well, issued a summary mm. because chief judges are going to come explain before the national judicial council yes what should we expect such a yes. like first and foremost this is a very good move this summon of the six judges, the chief judges, is a very good move by the uh, CJN. And I expect that other judges will sit up, especially those who may uh, have the plan to engage in this kind of uh, thing. I expect that with this summon or with this action of the CJN, they will sit up and then at the end of the day, our democracy will be better for it. Well, that is the much we can take for today's edition of the big issue. And of course, before we go, I would like to thank our inners and allies who have done a good job in putting the issues before you the way they are. And of course, I would say thank you uh, for uh, it was a very nice time being with you. Thank you. Well, uh, you've heard it all. Just like the Supreme Court justices have always insisted that the court of law is not a Father Christmas that should be granting reliefs and other to people over issues that were not actually sought for in a lower court or in court that has no jurisdiction to do so. Well, thank you for being with us. It was a very wonderful moment having you watching us. Join us same time tomorrow for another edition of this program. Have a nice day. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.